What's up, everybody? Thank you again for joining me on this Coffee and Chat Boxes podcast. Episode 9, we're moving on up, continually uh, producing, hopefully, motivational information for you. It definitely has been uh, some really motivational stuff for me, so I'm hoping you're getting a lot of good stuff out of this podcast. And we're almost up to episode 10. I got a little something special for you, a little, a little jazzing up, shall I say, of the Coffee and Chat Bosses podcast, so look out for episode 10. But uh, before we get to episode 10, we got to complete episode 9. So I'm going to move right in. hope your week has been great. Mine has been pretty good. Of course, any week has, has its up and downs. Um, but I'm glad that we made it to the weekend. It's Friday. We got Saturday and Sunday to relax and have a little fun. I'm going to definitely be productive. I'm going to have my fun, of course, but I'm definitely going to be productive and get a few things that I need to get done around the house for the job, for my family. So enjoy yourself. Enjoy the weekend. And let's get started on this podcast. So, of course, we're going to start with the five-minute journal. With my five-minute journal, again, it's just a, a window into my life and some of the things that I'm grateful for, some of the things that I, we, I hope I can accomplish on a, on a daily basis. and some daily affirmations, some, some positive words that I speak to myself. And I'm hoping you are joining in with me and doing the five-minute podcast because, like I say, it's five minutes. Sometimes it takes me two or three minutes, but the benefits can be pretty big for our life. So this one actually comes from today, Thursday, March 2nd, 2017. So today... Actually, that was yesterday. I am tripping, but never mind. I'm ready for the weekend, so I guess I can make mistakes. So yesterday, yesterday, Thursday, I am grateful for losing weight. And I'm really excited about this because I've had a a pretty big journey for the past few years when it comes to losing weight and being fit and being healthy. And as I mentioned pretty much on every podcast, my focus this year has mainly been on financial freedom and uh, healthy, healthy habits and being a healthy person in general. But about, I want to say a year, two years from, uh, ago, I lost a lot of weight. I went from about 240 pounds to 205 pounds. And I enjoyed that time period of my life. No back pain. I could play basketball all day. All the good stuff when, when you have the, the, the correct weight on your body. Um, but needless to say, I have ballooned up to about 235, 240 again. And I remember the time that it happened because it hit around May. I want to say May, April, around that time. And it seemed like every week there was a birthday party. And at every birthday party, there was a birthday cake. And that just sent me down a, a path that I'm still paying for for the day. But I did enjoy that path because I had some good birthday cake for like at least once a week for a long long time but i'm back at it losing weight i'm down to i think well about 223 for my saw from this week so let me see 13 13 18 more pounds and i'll be back to 205 210 which is the ideal weight for me i believe so i'm grateful for that and I, i'm just hoping that i could continue that that consistency and losing weight and what would make that day great was Learning more about uh, the innovation zone that is taking place in Augusta, Georgia. So this is really exciting for me. I love my city. Augusta, Georgia, is, to me, is a really nice city. It's not the biggest city in the world. Um, but 
it seems like it's it's growing. It seems like it's 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 taking off to becoming a somewhat of a powerhouse of a city, uh, somewhat similar to Atlanta. It has a ways to go, but I know a few people that are putting a lot of time and a lot of money into what they call the innovation zone, in which they're going to renovate two buildings downtown in Augusta, Georgia, and, t- and turn it into an incubator of sorts for, for technology companies, for podcast people, for bloggers. Um, giving Augusta a, a, an opportunity to allow entrepreneurs to really shine and able to produce the things that they want to produce um, in the city of, of Augusta. And that is, to me, really transformational because millennials, they want to be connected to people. They want to be connected to community. And they want to have an impact on the world. So this will give the millennials and other people in Augusta the opportunity to do that within an environment that, uh, that motivates, that inspires, and that just gives them the natural information and wisdom that they need to prosper. And remember that I say all the time, in order for us to become the best version of ourselves, we have to have a community of like-minded people that want to become stronger, that want to become wiser and better and more productive. And this innovation zone, I believe, is a key first step in making this a reality in Augusta, Georgia. So I'm, I'm really, I was really excited about learning more about that. Um, and I, I got a good vision that it's going to be a great addition to the city of Augusta. And finally, my daily affirmation, one of the things that I told myself was that I was a problem solver. And that's a big thing for me because everybody has problems. And I believe either you are a person that complains about problems or you're a person that tries to solve them, whether it's a problem in your life or it's a problem in somebody else's life. And for me, if I want to be productive, if I want to be a great man, a great person, and if you want to be a great person, you have to be a problem solver. And yes, we all get down to the point in which we complain that we sometimes got to vent and uh, let other people know about the things that we're going through. But I believe that we have to allow that to be a time period and not a lifestyle of who we are. We have to have a time period of venting and letting stress uh, roll off our back by talking to others. But as a lifestyle, we have to be problem solvers. We have to be people that can see a problem come up with multiple solutions and then try to act upon the best solution to solve that issue. So being a problem solver is a benefit, is a, is a good thing to have as a characteristic. And that was just a daily affirmation to remind myself that I am a problem solver. Now I do complain at times, but at the core of me and who I want to be is a problem solver. And I hope that you all out there is a problem solver or you want to become a person that solves problems that look for solutions to issues that we all have at different times in our life. So now let's talk about the coffee corner this week. I'm still drinking on the same amazing coffee. It's the Kenyan Niyari Kamayaka. I don't know if you noticed that I was really confident in saying that because even if I'm not pronouncing it correctly, I still got to be confident, right? So it's the Kenyan Niyari Kamayaka. Still in the top three to five coffees I ever drunk before. Absolutely love it. Definitely going to order it again in the future. Um, and this coffee mug that I have is pretty cool. It's, once again, it's another coffee mug that I stole from my wife. She just gets the best coffee mug. So 
If you don't want me to continue stealing coffee mugs from my wife, please send me a few. Um, if you need my email, it's getitdone at coffeeandchipboxes.com. Again, that's getitdone at coffeeandchipboxes.com. So, this one, really nice size and texture. It's, it's the perfect size to me for the coffee mug. And I really love to show you it has like a little, I want to say an oval U shape kind of. You can't picture it. I need to send y'all a picture of it because it's pretty awesome. But uh, the message, message says, we create tomorrow by what we dream today. So to me, what that's saying is, if you want your tomorrow to be better than what it is today, you have to have a dream. And what do I mean by that? I mean that you have to have a vision for your life. You have to have a vision for your month. You have to have a vision for your week. And you have to have a vision for your day. Like tomorrow when you wake up, what is your plan? What do you hope to accomplish? Is it just to continue to live life and just get things done and just work, 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 do whatever you got to do, whatever comes up, and then get back in the bed, wake up, and do the same thing again? I don't think we are made to do that. I think we are made to have an overall vision for our life. And then each day when we get up, we make a plan, we make a goal that helps us, that pushes us a little bit closer to that vision, to real, to getting what we want out of life. So to me, that means that I need to create a series on vision because I, I, I really believe a lot of times we know where we want to go or we have a kind of an idea that is somewhat of a vague understanding of what we want out of life but we don't have a true vision of what we are made for and what we are called to do. And I believe, once again, that we can't be the best version of ourselves if we don't have a clear vision of ourselves. What are we designed to do? At the end of the day, when I leave this earth, what, what, what do I want to be known for? What is my vision? What is your vision? So remember that, that, the things that we want tomorrow, the things that we want next month, the things that we want five years from now, 10 years from now, it all starts with a dream and it all starts with a vision. So yeah, that coffee mug got really deep. So man, I love that coffee mug. I love that message. Get a vision. Got to get a vision for your life. Here I am once again with some good information, some good news for you. I'm pretty sure that you, you get your daily dose of bad news, right? I don't, I don't think I need to present bad news to you so i'm gonna give you a, a good and somewhat of an interesting um news article that i read today from the good news network once again um there is a lady in which we don't have her name she donated a a a rare bill that was found in the uk that was worth sixty two thousand dollars this woman she found a, a five pound note um, and it's a, a very rare note. I think they said that there was only four of these made. So it was very valuable, very rare. And it comes up to be worth around $62,000. And this lady, she know that she had it. Um, and she was thinking about it for a few weeks to think about what she's going to do with it. Um, and she decided that. So this lady uh, realized that $62,000 is a nice thing. Um, but she decided at the time in her life right now that $62,000 isn't beneficial to her. So she donated uh, to help young people, which is absolutely amazing because let's be honest, no matter what age you are at this moment, if I gave you $62,000, would you 
donate that to someone else. Truth be told, I can't say that I would. I, w- I would love to, but uh, I have a few student loans that I would love to pay for as well. So I would donate it to, to Salome or better known as Navient right now. I would donate it to her or him or whatever Navient is. But uh, this young lady, this woman, she decided to donate it. Um, and it would be auctioned off to help the children in need charity. So once again, I, j- I just love hearing different people in this world donating, doing things, being uh, sacrificial for the betterment of other people. And that's just a daily reminder for us to have that same mindset as much as we possibly can. So let's get into this week's discussion about being a professional. If you have heard the previous Coffee and Chat Bosses episode, you know that we're in a series talking about the characteristics of a, prof- of a professional, talking about what separates an amateur from a, a professional, and what can we do and what can we understand to be better people, more productive, and becoming just a, a better version of ourselves. So the first one that I want to talk about is that a professional endures adversity. And I'm pretty sure that every one of you out there at one time or another had to deal with adversity, whether it's being a parent and having to deal with children that you're trying to raise and and to make them better people, whether it's a professional adversity, maybe you lost a job or maybe um, you got a bad report or a bad uh, yearly review that you have to deal with, or it could be any number of things that we have to endure as professionals. Um, One thing that we have to remember is that a professional cannot let him or herself take humiliation personally. And this kind of goes back to when you're working on something that other people have to judge. It's really easy to take criticism and humiliation personally. Um, A good example of this is a a movie director. Have any of you all uh, ever saw a really, really bad movie? Um, I know I've had. uh, I don't want to name any names because I don't like embarrassing people, but there are certain movies, there are certain albums, there are certain TV shows that um, wasn't the best that, I, that I've seen in my life. And when those movie critics, when those movie uh, goers talk about the movie, I'm pretty sure that the director of the terrible movie, shall I say, um, can take it really personally. And a lot of times when we take humiliation personally or adversity personally, it's really easy for us to give up and not try and try again. Um, but the thing that I've learned is that if you push through the adversity, if you push through the humiliation phase, the more and more you do something, the better you get at it. Like I'm pretty sure that when I go back and listen to episode one and episode two of this podcast, I I will feel a little funny because I just got started. I was just getting my feet wet. I was just learning the tips and the the trade of being a podcaster. But the more and more I do it, the more and more I go beyond the humiliation phase, the better and better I can get at it. And I would imagine when I reach episode 100 or 200, I would look back at this episode and realize like, man, I wasn't that great. But the more and more you do it, the more and more you push past humiliation, the better you get at it. And the thing that you got to remember is that everybody deals with adversity. 
And the winners are the ones who overcome it. It reminds me of a time that uh, Kobe Bryant, I forgot what year it was. It could have been the first year or the second year. Um, he was a good player, right? He was one of the best players in the league at the time, but he was still young, and he uh, didn't quite understand the game, I would say. Um, he was still making mistakes, and there was a time in which it was in the playoffs, and it was really, really close uh, to winning the playoff series. But there was a few times when the game came down to the end, and he was the one who had to take the last shot to win the game, and he shot an air ball. Now, most people, that could have ended their career. They could have lost confidence in themselves. They could have allowed uh, negativity to enter their mind. They could have allowed the whole world um, to get down on him. He could have allowed the whole world to continue to talk about how he wasn't ready for the moment or he was nervous or anything like that. He could allow all of that negative talk to tear down his confidence. But for those of you that, that know Kobe, uh, he didn't allow that to happen because he wasn't made like that. He was able to overcome the adversity and become one of the greatest basketball players of all, of all time. So we got to remember that we have to do the same thing. We have to go beyond that humiliation. So let's say you have a bad yearly review and, and your manager said that you didn't do a great job or you didn't do this or you didn't do that correctly. Allow that to motivate you. Don't let that get you down. Don't let that make you um, quit trying. Allow that to be the motivator for you to become a true professional and become even better than what you are now. Or let's say you, you're a, a uh, singer or you're a musician or you're a rapper or anything that create art, whether you're an artist or anything like that. And one of your first paintings or your songs or your album doesn't blow up the way that you want it to. Once again, don't allow that to uh, negatively impact you. Allow that to be a motivator because you have to have belief in yourself and a belief in your talents and a belief in your work to overcome critics and adversity. And finally, to kind of go along with that adversity, um, the last point that I want to talk about is a professional self-validates. Now, what does that mean? As humans, we are designed to seek validation. We love positive reinforcement. We love to hear people say that you're doing a great job, that you're awesome, that you're amazing, that you're a genius, that you're artistic, that you are creative. But the amateur gets his validation from external people, while a professional gets validation internally. And the key point about that is, if you're seeking validation from the world, from other people around you, and they give you criticism, what that can do is overpower your belief in yourself and your work. And that kind of goes back to my first point, is that you're going to receive criticism at certain points of your life. You're going to have people to say, hey, your song sucks or your song isn't that good or you need to try again or any a number of things that you might hear from other people. But you have to have enough self-validation in you to tell yourself, hey, that's just my first try. That's just my second try. And I know I can do an amazing job and that I am made to be an artist. I am made to be a rapper. I am made to be a singer. And yes, this person right over here says that he doesn't like my song. 
But there's a lot of other people that would love the thing that I'm doing. And I believe that I have the talent and the ability to make great things, to make great art. And I'm pretty sure that you hear so many stories about different people that was turned down um, so many times before they succeeded. Like, uh, I think a good example is like American Idol, which became one of the biggest shows ever. Um, they were turned down by a few networks before Fox picked it up. Um, think about Tom Brady. Once again, he was picked up, I think, in the sixth round. So there was a number of quarterbacks that were picked before him. So many quarterbacks, so many players that were picked before him. And he still became one of the greatest football players of all time. So what does that tell you? That tells you that he didn't allow the world to self-validate himself. He allowed himself to validate whether or not he was an amazing football player. He worked hard. He allowed the criticism. He allowed the, the fact that he was looked over so many times. He allowed all of those things to drive him, to motivate him, while other people allows it to negatively impact them and make them quit and make them not try as hard as they should. So that's it. That's what I got for you this week. I want you to constantly remind yourself that you can endure adversity. You can, you can overcome humiliation. You can overcome bad luck. You can overcome negative reviews. You can overcome anything if you have self-validation. If you believe in yourself that you're amazing, that you're awesome, that you're talented, that you're creative, you have to be self-validating in order to become the best version of yourself. So thank you again, once again, this week for joining me. Episode 9 is in the books. Looking forward to episode 10. If you can, please leave a review on iTunes, on Google Play. Uh, tell your friends about Coffee and Chat Boxes. I really appreciate the support. And I'm just, I'm just praying and I'm hoping that uh, as I grow, you grow. And as you grow, we grow. And we're growing as a community. So looking forward to next week and have an awesome and amazing weekend.